Hello guys and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly or should I say the Breaking Butterfly hotline because today is a full-on hotline episode and I actually have my beautiful assistant with me, Miss Ashley. She's been on the podcast before um, and then I fired her for a little bit. She wasn't allowed to come back on. Uh, we had a little bit of a falling out. No, I'm just kidding. We just took a little break and then I was like, Ash, you need to come back on the podcast. We need to answer these questions because uh, I actually think Ash is going to have a lot of um, good shit to say about some of these hotline questions we have. And I just love having Ashley with me. Um, So yeah, I'm excited to have her here. We have quite a few questions to go through. This is definitely going to be like a couple like parts, like it's going to be like a couple part series um, because you guys like submitted so many good relationship questions. But yeah, today's going to be all about relationships. We've got questions about personal hygiene. We've got questions about monogamy and different levels of growth. We have questions about like just regulating your emotions, what to do when a partner is lashing out. Um, And I'm excited to dive into it. So yeah, Ash is here with me if you want to say hello. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back on the show. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited. I don't, yeah, I need to just have Ashley on with me all the time. It's so much more fun. I hate recording by myself. So, yeah, get used to Ash being around. Get used to Um, me. Yeah, get used to her. We're here to stay. Um, Okay, guys, should we just like dive right in? Yeah, I don't think there's anything to preface. We're just going to (laughs) be. talking it out we're gonna be talking out like I said like there's some good questions on here um and I'm excited to see where we go with our answers so the first one says hi Maddie I love you so much I love you so much uh I'm curious how do I tell my partner that he needs to mind his cleanliness more I love him and I think he's so sexy but sometimes he lets his personal hygiene fall to the wayside I can't be spontaneously sexy and pounce on him because I'm put off by any lack of cleaning. Also, he needs to go to the gym because he's getting older and I'm scared I'll become a nurse at 45. He's older than me and this is a huge deal breaker if he starts to decline health-wise. Meh. Help. (laughs) Oh, girl. (laughs) Oh, girl. I mean, first of all, what I do want to mention is that as a woman – And this, I'm not speaking for all men, but based off of my personal experiences with partners, typically we are always going to be the cleaner ones. And I don't know how long you've been with your partner, but having the conversation and setting the boundary of like, that's that's fucking gross. Like, that's not (laughs) cute when you do that. Like, I'm currently... Yeah, I'm currently seeing a new partner and like we're learning about general hygiene and I he was like I was like, "Hey, do you wash your hair?" and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, like I put water on it." And I was like, "So you don't use shampoo and conditioner?" And he was like, "No." And then I use yellow dial soap to wash my body and I was just like, "That's fucking gross, dude. Like that's <laughs> that's not cute. That's not attractive." And he was just kind of like, "Oh, and now he shampoos and conditions his hair." once a week, which is, you know, for me, I'm like, okay, better than nothing. But he does it because he knows that 
I find it more attractive when mm-hmm. he washes himself and it's something that I'm looking for. And if your partner is like so, you know, caught up in his own ways and maybe he doesn't even know that you're looking for cleanliness because you've been so loving and kind to him as he is. So it's it's maybe not something he's actually thought about. Yeah, like if you don't if you don't say anything, then he he's maybe just like been like that his whole life and like just doesn't really think about it. It really is. A lot of times I feel like the answer to a relationship question is just like communicate. Like, you know how they always say like communication is the most important thing in a relationship. I feel like a lot of times it's just like you just communicate and that solves most of your issues. But what I wanted to say about this is like, yeah, I would be curious to know if this is always how he has been or if like he's going through a phase or something like that and not only with the personal hygiene thing but also with like going to the gym because something like going to the gym like you want your partner to go to the gym well if he's older than you you know say that he's 35 years old and he's never really been a gym goer and now you want him to start going to the gym like I highly doubt that he is that you're going to be able to get him super motivated and driven about the gym because if he's 35, he would have already done this already. Like he would have already wanted to better himself and go to the gym and have better personal hygiene. It's a totally different story if like when he first started dating and and this is what I usually ask all my clients with any relationship issue. I ask first and foremost, has he always been like this or is it just lately? Because that can tell you like so much, right? Um, he could just be depressed. He could be really stressed. He could be like just going through some shit where, yeah, like he's just not showering every day and he doesn't care to like cut his toenails because like he doesn't really care about anything. Like he's just like really, really sad. And so, you know, that's that's a whole other story. In that case, I would say like see how you can support him. See how you can like be there for him like blah, 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 blah. If he's just never been like this, the personal hygiene thing, there's definitely ways to help promote his personal hygiene in terms of like positive reinforcement. Like when he does clean himself, be like, oh my God, baby, you smell so good. Like you're so sexy. Like I just want to jump on you. Da, da, da. Like, like positively reinforce his good behaviors. It sounds like you're like training a dog, but sometimes it is <laughs> like give yeah. him a treat give him a treat for like his positive behaviors um oh my gosh there's a show where they're like I can't remember what it is exactly but he's talking about like how every time he brushes his teeth he gets a boner because his girlfriend used to like reward him every time he would brush his teeth <laughs> and so now he just like from association he just like I don't That's know. Awesome. She had to like literally reward him. Um, so like for the personal hygiene, like there, I think there are ways to promote that with the gym thing. Like I wouldn't get your hopes up on getting him to like, you know, be the super fit person that goes to the gym every day and like really takes care of himself. Cause again, like if he wanted to do that for himself, he already would have, especially if he's older than you. I don't know how old you are, if he's like 21 year old 21 years old like he might still be coming into him like himself but if he's like thir- in his 30s like i just would say don't get your hopes up cuz that's just who he is yeah and 
and kind of like Maddie just said, it's, I mean, unfortunately it can be like training a job, training a dog or like dealing, I mean, <laughs> and I feel like I'm, so, I feel like I sound like such a man hater, but it's like, you're raising a child a little bit. And like something I've found that works for me in raising my adult man child is that we just do it together. I'm like, Hey, 10 o'clock, let's go brush our teeth together. Totally. Hey, we just went to the lake and I feel really gross let's go shower together. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to cut my toenails. Let's do it together. Like, let's just both do it at the same time so that to them, it's not like, hey, you're disgusting. You need to do this. It's like, no, we're a doing it. activity. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're taking care of ourselves with each other. It just like lightens the mood about it. I swear I just did that the other night. To be fair, like, I can't believe I'm saying this on my own podcast, but Henry definitely has better personal hygiene than me. Like, sometimes I'm just, like, I wouldn't say I'm, like, gross, but I just am lazy sometimes. I don't know. Anyway, Same. Henry's better than me, but the other night even, I was, like, I was about to brush my teeth, and I was, like, babe, did you brush your teeth yet? And he's, like, no, I didn't. I'm, like, oh, perfect. I'll wait for you. We can brush together. Like, it's just little things like that that, yeah, you can, like, positively reinforce or just make it, like, a fun Think maybe you get him like one of those um toothbrushes that plays a song. <laughs> you yes. know exactly what I was gonna say. <gasps> Wait, that's kind of a vibe. I was about to say I kind of want one now. <laughs> I wonder if they still make those. I bet they do. I'm Amazoning that, like the amount of times that we Amazon, like what were we just gonna get? We were gonna get the Dora backpack. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god. That is- yeah, we were gonna get the Dora backpack. I forget why, but we were like, this is just so fucking cute. We should get this. Yeah, I can't remember. We were probably like singing the song or something. And then I was having Ashley like look up um do you guys remember those like sponge brushes and you would put them in like the paint that's like a rainbow and then you can like like paint them around? Wait, do they have it? I mean, they have a JoJo Siwa one, but it's, I don't know if her music's that great, but get your they man, do have them. Get your man a JoJo Siwa toothbrush. That is my final piece of advice for this question. Forget everything else we said. That is the key to your problem. <laughs> there you go. See, this is so much more fun to have Ashley with me. <laughs> um, anything else for that one? No, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's just a conversation and, or just like, yeah, the, just like that support of like lead by example. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And give him treats. Yes. Positive reinforcement. Okay. Let's move to the next question. This next one says, in a monogamous relationship, it's rare to have two people be on the exact same level mentally, spiritually, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes one person is leveling up and the other is going through a rough patch. So how do you keep moving forward when one feels like they are much more ahead than their partner and they start to feel like their partner is holding them back? You love them and they're so good for you, but how do you help inspire them when they aren't in the right headspace for that? I want to level up together. I love this question. I do too. I love it because, like, I re- I feel like I've really experienced this truly, of uh, from both sides, from being the person that wanted my person to level up with me so badly, and now being the other way around, where I am seeing my partner like really, really kill it, 
and me kind of going through like a little bit of a rough patch. And I think there's so many variables here to talk about. Like, again, the first question I always ask is, have they always been like this? Or is it sincerely just like a rough patch that they're going through? How long have they been going through it? Because it's one thing if like they've always been really driven, really motivated. You guys are growing together. You communicate well together. Like everything is great. And then maybe for like the last year, he had something happen or or she or they had something happen that like just really put them down in the dumps. Like that is one completely different scenario. And then your partner just like really not having the same same drive to get better in general is a completely different story. What is it? Sorry, the blue angels, which are like these crazy loud fighter jets. I forgot this weekend they're doing their things. They just flew by. They're probably like practicing, but I was like, holy shit, the cat freaks out. Anyways. (laughs) No, you're good. I just saw Ash like look over and just like with these eyes, I'm like, what? What's out there? But yeah, I just think that like there's two totally different scenarios in terms of like, like, has it always been like this or is it really just a phase? Because if it's just a phase, like, you don't you don't have to be leveling up with your partner all the time. You also have to ask yourself, like, is that really that important to you? Like, is it a true soul level deep desire to always be up leveling with your partner or is it like, yeah, to be up leveling, you know, in a linear way with your partner? Or is it more important to just be that support through thick and thin, through every moment, through the ups, through the downs, through the ickiness? Like, do you want that really stable, like, partnership? Or do you want someone that, yeah, you're constantly, like, challenging each other, growing, talking about personal development at dinner? Like, neither scenario is right or wrong. But I would also just, like, I would advise this person to explore what they actually want. Like, do they just feel like their partner should be up leveling with them or like just because of like societal pressures or they're afraid to lose them or do you like genuinely want that partner where like you guys are always on the up and up at all times you know yeah no I I yeah something I'm learning right now is like in any sort of like relationship or partnership regardless of what the other person is going through like they should always in some way be like uplifting you like that's a that's a true partnership and like and it's something to ask yourself this anonymous person whose name I don't know is like Maddie said like how long is is this a new thing or has this been going on because I think it's easy to get caught up in somebody who really really wants to change but their pace is not nearly as fast as yours. Speaking from experience, I was previously in a relationship with somebody for almost a year where I could see it. They really wanted to work on themselves. They really were like, there were some days where I would just, I was just like, wow, like blew me out of the park. Amazing. But then we would revert right back into the toxic negativity and all of that stuff. And Sorry, I'm pausing because I don't know if these airplanes are going to be loud. They just flew back over me. But anyways, I can, like, barely hear them. Okay, good. Uh, as long as nobody can hear them. Um, 
they do look cool though for anybody wondering <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's kind of catching that pattern because if this is a can if you're asking yourself this question if you submitted this question to the breaking butterfly hotline it must be something that you've thought about frequently and if you're still thinking about how to make it work how to fix it because clearly you and your partner may not be in the same places like there is never going to be a way where you guys will be on the same level. You'll never be on the same level, no matter mm -hmm. what. You, mm -hmm. you might for like one day and that's it, but like it's likely it's not going to happen. And so it's just a matter of like, can I be with this person because they uplift me or are they truly, are they holding me back and maybe do I need to let go? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also wonder like in terms of, you know, this person saying like, what if you start feeling like your partner is holding you back and like I want to level up together like all of these kind of phrases right holding them back I want to level up together like we're not on the same like um we're not on the same level like I also think it's important to kind of like look at the definition of what these mean because like I feel like you can level up together but it doesn't have to look like you might have expectations of how you want it to look. Do you know what I mean? Like you can be on the same level and be in completely different places. You know, this person could be holding you back or they could just be – or you could be holding yourself back, right? Like you kind of have to actually look at what's actually happening and look at what you want these things to look like. Because um, even, you know, leveling up together, I was like so positive – that, um, you know, when me and Henry were first together, like I was so annoying. I just wanted him to have a business so bad because that's my idea of what leveling up looked like together. Like I, I was like, we will not be in the exact same place. We will not be on the same level leveling up together if he doesn't have a business. Um, I, I genuinely felt that way because that was my own journey. And I had like gotten out of you know, um, like the nine to five and, and built my own business. And, and that was, uh, so liberating for me that I just thought there's no other way, right? How can, another, how can my partner be their own independent person? They have to be me. Like I know what's right for them. And obviously I like, I regret that so much because now, you know, Henry does not have his own business. He works for like an incredible agency, um, doing like digital marketing or digital media and stuff like that. And I realized I didn't, I don't, I didn't want him to start a business. I just wanted him to be passionate about something. I also wanted him to communicate with me. Um, even when it comes to spiritual beliefs, I, because Henry didn't believe in the same like spiritual beliefs as me, I genuinely was like, we have to break up. Like, how can I be with someone long-term if they, are not reading Joe Dispenza and Eckhart Tolle and like doing these meditations and blah, blah, blah. Now I realize, okay, that's what I thought being on the same level looked like, but actually we're on the same level now and it doesn't look anything like that. Um, I mean, Henry's non-religious, but he goes to a church every single Sunday and he volunteers and he goes to men's groups and like he has completely different spiritual beliefs but I just, I just wanted him to believe in something, right? I wanted him to have his own individuality. And so I think with all of this too, it's like 
take away what you think it should look like and take away like the expectations of what you think it should look like. Um, and can you still be on the same level and can you still be up leveling together and, you know, can you not let your partner hold you back while also holding your individuality and like being, having it just look different? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. I, yeah, yeah, no, I think that that's like beautifully said and especially too like in any like of our own personal journeys, like, of course I've had people and partners be huge parts of my personal journey, but it's still mine. And I wouldn't really want to attach that to anybody else because maybe that is where that feeling of like being held back is coming from of like, well, we need to do this together. It's like, well, who's, who's to say you can't just keep moving forward and be supported by this person, your partner. And maybe, maybe they move at a way slower pace and they're not, you know, leveling up in a way that you can see immediately, but they're still supporting you. They're still uplifting you and, you know, you can still support and uplift them. And it's not, if it's, I think the only reason, the only way it would become a thing where it holds you back is if you let it be a burden on your own journey. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. The yeah, there's like some certain scenarios where I could see it being an issue. Like, I don't know, like, um, like bad habits, right? Like eating habits or drinking habits or working out habits that like, it really is hard to like live with someone and not have someone like the same habits or if they're like continuously like verbally expressing just like negativity and like just really bad energy or they're taking things out on you where like you really are like almost being brought into it. Um, th- there are definitely scenarios where it's like, you know what, it probably is time to maybe not even break up, just take some space so you guys can both go through your own journeys and just have some space in whatever way that looks like, whether it's no contact or one of you is just staying at a friend's, you know, if you live together or something like that. Um, but it's oh, I totally lost my train of thought. What was I saying? You were talking about how if you need to take a break, you know, do some time with no contact and just take space if you don't feel like things are – if you yeah. feel like you're being held back and the negative energy is being taken out on you. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, there's some situations where you are going to actually be held held back. It's hard not to be held back and like you might need to take some space. But what I was going to say after that is there's also some scenarios where you have to realize that it's like your own judgment on them that's holding you back. Or it's also um, sometimes just an excuse. Like we love to blame things on other people, you know, um, like, oh, like he never gets up early in the morning to go to the gym with me. So like, I just don't go to the gym. It's like, you can still get up early and go to the gym. Like, you know, it's hard with some things, say like grocery shopping. If like they do the grocery shopping and they buy all the food and they make you dinner and then you're like, fuck, like this isn't what I want to eat. Like things like that make sense and can really blend into your life. But for a lot of cases, like you can get up and go to the gym. You can go do this if you want. You can still wear what you want and post what you want and say what you want and hang out with who you want and do what you want. And if you can't, that's like a whole other 
issue to talk about, but you still have free agency. They really, you know, depending on the situation, they they can't be holding you back that much. And just I would be aware if like you're using that as an excuse. Yeah. yeah. Remember that you're still your own person regardless and you make those choices for yourself. You can bring a horse to water, but you cannot make them drink is my favorite saying in the whole entire world. This is true. I've never heard that before, but that is very true. Um, yeah. And, and I think just for everyone listening that like might be struggling with this as well, like really just look at like what what do you want? What like what is most important to you is a long term partnership of utmost importance or is growth. Right. And like even for me and my breakup, like at that point in my life, like growth was more important to me, like my my personal and spiritual growth. Like it was just more important to me than anything. Um, and that's just the wave that I was on in the phase of life that I was in. Um, but now like, obviously my growth is still very, very, very important to me, but I do have like other priorities and things that like I really, really want. And it's not selfish or like, it's not a bad thing if in your life right now, like growth is more important to you than, you know, a long-term relationship, especially for a lot of women listening. If you're still in your twenties, and you have big dreams and big goals and you want to build a business and you want to travel the world and you want to do all of these things, like it's okay to let go of a relationship because yeah, it's, it's just, it's not helping you grow in the way that you need in this moment. But say that you are like 35 and you're listening to this and you genuinely want kids so bad. And then that's who wrote in this question of like, you know, they're not growing with me. I want to up-level together, blah, blah, blah. It It's not – like you can have both. You can 100% have both. I think it's just important to think about like what is most important to you and make your decision off of that rather than what you think you should do based on like what society says and like other people say. Because like this que- like this question really can be answered in, in two different yeah. ways dependent on like what you want. Yeah, totally. And I think, too, that – and I feel like this might be a little bit morbid, but, like, if you have to break up with this person because they're not growing with you, like, that's just still a part of your own personal growth. hmm Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it's – I mean, even staying in the relationship where they're not growing with you and you feel like it's holding you back, that's also even part of your personal growth. Like it's all yeah. for your personal growth if you want it to be. Yeah. 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 All of it could be. <laughs> okay. Let's go to one more question. I think we'll just do one more for this episode. This next question is how do you regulate your emotions and not be affected by your partner's explosive emotional reaction to anything that you do? Can I just take the, <laughs> let me just take, take the mic. Take it away, Ash. Oh boy. I saw this question and I was like, Maddie, we have to answer this question because I am all, I'm all too familiar with it. And there's a couple of things I want to say. The first thing being 
if you are being the emotional punching bag for somebody and that triggers something within you that makes you react in a way that maybe you don't really that like you're like that wasn't me like I can't believe I reacted like that you cannot blame yourself for that because you're right that wasn't you that was you your nervous system is freaking out you're being triggered there's probably some trauma coming up especially if you've had like parent trauma in the past but so it's like first at first first case is like you cannot blame yourself and it's not your responsibility to have to maintain peace and calmness because somebody else can't Mm -hmm. if they are taking things out on you and being emotionally explosive you don't have to pick up the pieces it's not your responsibility to be better for them when they're emotionally dumping on you because that's too much for one person to handle it's like it's very much the ball is in their court and I mean my my first thought is just like first of all we cannot let this happen anymore if they're not respecting the fact that hey like I can't keep being your emotional punching bag and it's I mean easier said than done but setting that boundary of like we are not doing this anymore we both need to be calm when we have conversations or two like this relationship is over. I'm not your emotional punching bag. I should not have to, you know, figure out ways to kind of like work with your emotions because you're being emotionally manipulative because now you're upset that I'm upset because you got upset at me in the first place. Like it's a game that will go back and forth forever and you will never win it. I will tell Mm -hmm. you that much. You will never win it. And I'm sure you love this person. And I think that's why you asked this question but sometimes love just isn't enough and if they're not going to pull their end of the stick pull their end of the rope or whatever and like acknowledge that maybe they are the ones who need some emotional regulation in the first place yeah then there's nothing you can do sadly yeah yeah I think it's pretty unfair to yourself to ask like how can I stay calm and feel peace within my body when someone is literally exploding at me and attacking me for literally anything I do. And what Ash was saying about like, yeah, you kind of can't blame yourself when someone's like triggering the fuck out of you and you, you know, act up in a certain way. Like, especially if this person is exploding at you for everything you do, girl, you're on edge. Like you are in a fucking fight or flight probably 24 seven because you're walking on eggshells and anything you do, this person's going to like freak out at you. Like no wonder your emotions aren't regulated. Like you are in a very unsafe like environment. And so, you know, okay. Yes. Yes. There are, I could sit here and be like, do this breathing exercise and, you know, um, go on a walk and get some sunshine and, and journal it out. But that feels unfitting for me to say, oh, when your partner explosively freaks out at anything you do, you just got to journal it out, babe. Just do this <laughs> journal part. Like, no, like that's, yeah, like Ash is saying, like, that's not your responsibility. Like, 
to, to do that, especially if your emotions already are regulated outside of the relationship with this person, then like you're not really the one that needs the help. If it's you're only having the issue when it's your partner, like, you know, freaking out and heightening everything like this isn't a you problem. So I guess to kind of take the question in that way then of like, okay, the question isn't how do I regulate my emotions? It's what do I do with this person that is having these explosive emotional reactions? I mean, again, Ash has experience. What like what do you think they should do? I mean, I think it comes down to I mean, that's a good question because I definitely did not do what I'm probably about to say, but <laughs> I think- This is why podcasts are the best reflection is because you start giving advice and you're like, this is what I did not do, but this is what I'm going to tell you guys to do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this sort of thing can can definitely escalate and it can escalate. It may not be that bad. You may be asking me and it could be like a little freak out, you know, but it also could be like- World War Three just started because this person is just exploding on you for, you know, not texting them back in a certain amount of time, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. I mean, first of all, you can make your boundaries clear. I mean, boundary, I always come back to boundaries and I know that a lot of people struggle with them and a lot of people struggle with receiving boundaries and I think if you set your boundaries and just be like hey you know what I should be able to go out with my friends and not have you get upset with me about it Mm -hmm. and they're like well no x y and z x y and z that's a signal to you that they are not going to respect your boundaries and that's another signal to you that maybe this person is not the healthy relationship you thought it was and being able to recognize those things and just be so fucking for real with yourself about like, yeah, I might have thought that I loved this person so much and that we were going to work things out and like we were going to get married and he- they would get better. But it's it's the thing is, is this person will not treat you better if they if they don't want to. Yeah, you know, it's like if they want to treat you better, they will and they'll hear you out and they'll listen. But if not, like you just got to be so fucking for real with yourself and be like this is not for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean maybe I'm like totally holding on to this one word and whoever submitted this, I'm sorry if I'm just like really beating a dead horse, but like again, this word explosive, I feel like is just really standing out to me. Like it's one thing if you're like how do I not get affected by my partner's um, emotions. That's a whole nother question in terms of like, you know, when your partner is sad and then like it makes you sad and like, you know, you you very much co-regulate with your partner. So it, it's that's a more fair question is just like, how do I separate myself from my partner's emotions, even if it's like just their emotions about work or their day or whatever. But when I see affected by your partner's explosive emotional reaction to anything you do, that's me quoting the question. Like, this sounds like a scenario where I would say, and and I hope this is okay that I give this like blunt advice. Like, this sounds like a place where there needs to be space. Like, I think there needs to be some type of breakup or space where this person needs to go to therapy and needs to maybe go to anger management or what whatever they need. I don't know all the details, but 
it's just the way that you're describing it makes me feel like this really – yeah, it's really not a good place for you to be in. Um, yeah. The one thing I would say – so either you really need space if it's really that bad. Um, last thing I'll share about this though, I – so when I um I've shared this before multiple times on the podcast, but this was just probably one of the most like I don't know, just like crazy experiences for me relationship-wise. Um when I first moved to LA, like me and Henry were fighting and what I would do with my first boyfriend is I would always like leave and then wait for like my partner to like tell me to come back. And it like made me feel so good like about myself when they would like tell me to come back. So I'd be like, I'm leaving. And then I would just like sit around the corner and wait for them to text me and be like, wait, come back. And I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, come back, please. And I'd be like, fine. And like, this was like a toxic pattern thing that I would do. And so I go to LA and I do this to Henry. We're like fighting and I'm like, I'm leaving. And I get in the car. I literally drive around the corner. I park around the corner and I just wait with my phone in my hand. And I'd like want I want the chase. Like I want him to come chase after me. Two, three hours go by. Nothing. And I'm like holding strong. I'm like, he's gonna text me first. Never does. So I text him. I'm like, are you not worried about me? Like, are you not gonna tell me to come back? He's like, no. He's like, if you want to come back and have a mature conversation, then you can come back. And I was just like jaw dropped, where like I I had like an explosive reaction. I'm like crying, yelling. I grab my keys. I run out the door. I literally leave. And he just didn't accept it. He was just like, I don't do that. He was like, I don't do, I don't play games. I don't do these like toxic behaviors. It's just not what I do. And if you want to be with me, he said, he's like, the door's open. Like, this is your apartment. Come back, come talk. And from that day, like, you know, of course I wasn't like perfect right after that scenario. I think I definitely, it definitely took some time to really like find more maturity. Um, but after that, I don't think I like ever left like that ever again, because I, I knew I would just be sitting in the car waiting by myself for three hours. Um, so, you know, to this person who, entered this in like if you're not ready to take some space or if this person isn't like ready to go to therapy um you know like ash said like set your boundaries but like really set your boundaries and don't just speak your boundaries like like hold them literally hold them if they if you say like i will not have you yell at me and they yell at you have them leave like literally make them leave your house or you leave or like whatever your situation is like actually hold your boundary and like that's what's actually going to help them change their behavior if they want to. If not, they're just going to freak out more. But that's – I feel like that's like my biggest advice. Yeah, and I, I think that's perfect because even kind of – I mean going into semantics, the way this question is phrased to whomever wrote in this question, you phrased it as if it's something for you to fix – and it's yeah. not. It is not something for you to fix. It's up to you to make it known that it's not okay. But that's about as far as your responsibility goes. If mm -hmm. the other person is not going to respect you, respect your boundaries, 
keep walking all over you, turn it back on to you, and somehow it's your fault again. Like, yeah, yeah you just you got to be real with yourself and be like, this is if if you don't feel respected and if you don't feel heard or like you can speak your mind or if you just can't even have a calm mature conversation I'm assuming you're over the age of 18 which means you and this other person has full capabilities of doing so then maybe it's just not right for you and there's no point in continuing to try to change yourself for somebody else or trying to change somebody else because like I said you can bring a horse to water but you cannot make them drink that is like the motto of my life that's the motto of our life it's true it's so true I feel like I get that question more than most questions honestly like when it comes to relationships just in like my programs or my membership it's like like how do I get my friend to this to do this like how do I get my boyfriend to do this how do I get my girlfriend to do this it's like you can't I mean even going like circling back to the first question of like how do I get my boyfriend to like practice more personal hygiene and go to the gym? You really can't. Like, yes, you can you can inspire and be an example and you can help and do the positive reinforcement thing and commute, you know, communicate and tell them what your needs are, but like you can't make them do anything. And and ultimately if you are older and they haven't done it by now, like if you are in your late 30s and you're like, I just really, I want my boyfriend to be like reading personal development books and listening to podcasts. Babe, he's 36. Like if he wanted to do that, he would have already done that. I think, I mean, it, if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. I mean, and and I don't want to say that's like he's never going to change because you can definitely change and evolve at any age. It's just more like if he's been one way for 36 years and then you come into his life and one year into dating, you're trying to change his lifestyle. I just think that's something to look at. It's not that he's like never going to be interested and in possibly like exploring personal development with you or like going to the gym. It's not that he's not going to explore that. You just can't change – you can't expect to change who a person is just because they're dating you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they, they just have to want it for themselves. They have to want it for themselves. I think that's the main piece. They really have to want it for themselves. Yeah. And I think the hard thing about relationships is like a lot of times – it's hard to want it for yourself when you already have a partner. Like when you're single, you want to get better for yourself. Well, and, you know, to meet somebody, but like you kind of want to do it for yourself. But when you're already like in a like in a committed relationship and like in love, yeah, sometimes I feel like people need like a little a little wake up call to want to like get better and want to change. And and that can sometimes be difficult because you don't want to have to like break up to get better. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes it feels like men need that. Is that bad to say? No, I I agree. And I I think it's a common pattern we see with a lot of relationships of like 
you know, when you get comfortable with somebody, you don't try as hard because exactly secure you don't have to keep impressing them but some people need to be impressed to keep the spark alive Mm -hmm. that's exactly yeah we just get comfortable and it's like we need to still get ready and go on dates and do cute things and um, each other feel special and like like they're worth something and not just like oh yeah we've been dating for two years like Totally. We'd live together and that's it. Like that that makes it sound so boring. Who would yeah. want to just like not care about the relationship they're in? They're like, well, I got the prize. Nothing else to do here. Like just gonna yeah. chill. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. I yeah, the other day, me and Bianca, um, so Bianca, my co-host, she came to visit me and she's very fit. Like she walks everywhere, she does workouts, all that good jazz. I do not. Um, I actually bought some running shoes while Bianca was here, and so I've ran two days in a row. I like I Ooh. actually picked up a jog, uh, which is wild for me, but I think it's really good for not even my physical health, like literally my mental and energetic health. Like I need to just like move some energy. Anyway, so I like did one workout with Bianca. I literally couldn't walk, like. I could not walk. I don't know if you saw Tin like posted this video of me getting off the ski lift and I was like almost falling over because I couldn't get off the ski lift. I was so sore, you guys. And um, Henry comes and like obviously like my muscles are all plump and he was just dying. He like over my body. He was like, oh my God, like you look so fit. And like he was just like so excited that I was working out again because my butt gets really big when I workout. I don't know why it just like blows up like a balloon. And it's even things like that where like he doesn't want to change me, but now guys, I'm motivated. I'm like I want to start going to the gym. I want to look so hot for my man. I want him to, you know, just think that like I look fit and it's not necessarily that he wants me to change. He was just like, you know, it's just uplifting boy. you. Yeah, he's just like uplifting. He's like, "Baby, you look so amazing. I'm so glad you're working out." Like, he's just like taking care of me cuz I was so sore. And but now I'm like I, and and see, I think that's the difference between some people. It's like their partners say what they want and they're like, nah, like I don't want to do that. Henry like made one little nuance that he was like, oh, like you're working out. You look so great. Oh my God. Like I just love your body. And now I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym after this. I want to do squats every day. Like I want to be better for my person. I feel like that just speaks so much. Some people like if they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to, they would. That is the truth. I know. I think our two lessons of this episode are one, if they wanted to, they would, but they have to want to for themselves. And two, yeah. I've said this twice already, but <laughs> you can, do you want to say it this time? You can bring a horse to water, but you, but can't, you can't make a drink. drink. <laughs> should that be the title of the episode? I was kind of thinking it should be. I was gonna, I was gonna do um, how to raise your man child because when you said that, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> oh, man, children, love how them. Raise your love man them. Child. No, we love them. We love men. Like when I went boating on Sunday, I kept just being like, like the men would be like, you know, rail, like reeling in the boat onto like the truck thing, and I was just sitting there. I'm like, I love men. <laughs> Thank God for men. They're amazing. They do so many things that we just can't. Uh, yeah. and I love it. I love them for it. 
All right, guys. I think that is it for this episode. Uh, Ash, do you want to tell everyone where they can submit to the hotline? Yeah. Uh, at Breaking Butterfly on Instagram. Click on the link in the bio. And no. The li- no? You wait, literally wait, that's why it. I was like. You wait, literally. What? I. Is it not the type form link? Show notes. Oh, in the show notes. In the show notes. Just scroll down below this episode in the show notes in big capital letters. It'll say submit to the Breaking Butterfly Hotline Anonymous Submission, something like that. And that is where you can submit to Maddie and I. Scratch the whole thing before, but you can find the link on Instagram. Yeah, you can go on Instagram. Like, guys, Asha does the show notes. She literally creates the show notes. Yeah, no, guys, we're going to be doing lots more of these. And your questions do not just have to be about relationships. The next couple will be because um, I posted on Instagram that I wanted specifically relationship questions. So we're going to get through some of those. But please feel free to um, submit any questions, ask for advice, ask for an episode on a specific topic And we would love to answer you guys and chat right here live on the Breaking Butterfly podcast. Um, But yeah, I love you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.